Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. No one in their right mind wants trouble. Would you agree with that? I don't want to meet the person that's always looking for trouble because something's wrong with that person. Let me tell you, nobody wants trouble. We want peace in our lives. But for Christ followers, Jesus gives us a dose of reality, and He is stating what is obvious in, in, uh, in, as I view life over the last six decades. And here's what He said in John chapter 16, verse 33, on the night before He died. He said this, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace, In the world, you have tribulation, but take courage, I have overcome the world. Wrapped up in that statement are several things, but right in the middle of it, he says, in the world, you will have tribulation, and that word tribulation just kind of encompasses it all. The normal day-to-day troubles that we have in this broken world, but beyond that, persecution that comes, trouble that comes from outside of us. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have it. It's just a given. It's there. It's, it's going to happen. And so we have to understand that so that we don't get caught off guard or say, why me? Why me? Jesus said, if you follow me, you're going to have trouble in the world. But I am speaking this to you so that you can have peace because uh, you can take courage. I've overcome the world. What do you mean by all of that? Well, I believe we need to go back to Matthew chapter 5, and we've been studying through the eight Beatitudes, uh, which is really the introduction to the, the larger Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. We come today to the very last uh, Beatitude, the eighth Beatitude, and wow, is it ever eye-opening. I hope that you listen very carefully to this podcast. You are going to need what is said today, not because I'm saying it, but because this is the Word of God. Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 says, Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So there is so much there in those three verses. As Jesus said, blessed are those who have been persecuted for righteousness' sake. I want us to be able to investigate the what, the why, and the who of persecution in this podcast. So buckle up. Here we go. We've got a lot to say in the next few minutes. What is persecution? Well, there is the obvious to begin with, the obvious violent stuff, the torture and the death. And and let me tell you, it is happening now as I speak, as you listening listen around the world. There are people that are literally experiencing physical tor- torture, and there will be people that will die this very day for the sake of Jesus Christ. Yes, persecution definitely involves the violent, the torture, the death, but it also involves things like imprisonment. 
We have heard stories of people who have been imprisoned uh, in in other countries in particular, uh, other than the United States. And if you're listening in some other country around the world, it might have been your country. Uh, imprisonment, separation from loved ones, that's, that's, that is another level of persecution. And then there is the level of restriction. For example, restriction on, on the ability to gather publicly to worship the Lord. And and then people coming in confiscating Bibles and and uh, materials that help us to grow in Christ, and and po- pers- possibly uh, confiscating personal belongings and so on. And then there is that that level that uh, most of us in the West can can relate to. This too is persecution because it's right here in the Scriptures, and that would be insults. People insulting us, talking behind our back, lying about us. Uh, people uh, being uh, ostracized from from the group, uh, from the in group, or, or from 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 the the power group, or, or so on. Uh, people uh, failing to get promotions in their jobs because of their stand for righteousness, um, and 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 we can go on and on. You know, I think of uh, of a, a bakery uh, and a man that owns a ba- bakery being attacked because he stands for biblical values. Uh, Those kinds of things are happening right now, right here in the United States of America, my home country. And and so uh, there is persecution at all kinds of levels. It is not just torture and death. Most of you will never experience that particular kind of persecution. But uh, all people who stand for Christ in a loving and right way uh, will experience persecution at some level. Jesus said it was going to happen. Now, why, though? Why do people persecute? Why? Why would they even bother to, to go after, after us like that? Well, uh, there are a couple of reasons why, but I want to uh, turn you to John chapter 16, verses 1 and 2, and let's see what Jesus has to say there. These things I've spoken to you so that you may, not, that you may be kept from stumbling, They will make you outcasts from the synagogue. There's ostracizing them. But an hour is coming for everyone who kills you to think that he's offering service to God. These things they will do because they have not known the Father or me. They have not known the Father or me. There it is. Why do they persecute? Uh, Because first and foremost, they do not know Almighty God, God the Father, God the Son, and even God the Holy Spirit. They don't know God. They don't have that relationship with God. But furthermore, they, they do it because they hate Jesus and what He represents. Listen to John 15, 18. Jesus said, If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you're not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, because of this, the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, Jesus said, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know the one who sent me. They're persecuting you because they hate Jesus and what he represents, his righteousness. They, what he represents, he is the only way. He's exclusive. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. The world hates that. 
They love this whole thing of let's get all the religions together and let's just kind of cooperate and there are many ways to God, etc., etc. And when Jesus said, no, there's only one way to God, that goes right against what the world in their brokenness and their sinfulness stands for. And then they they persecute you because deep down in they see their own wickedness and they hate your righteousness. They envy you and your relationship with Jesus. Jesus says they they, uh, hate you because I chose you out of this world. There is that relationship that we have with Jesus and that deep envy and that hatred and they want to do it their way. I want to earn my way. I, it, is, it, is, it is my way. I did it my way. In the words of uh, Frank Sinatra, the song they made famous many years ago, they will persecute you because they first hated and persecuted Jesus. And so it shouldn't catch us off guard. We ought to realize that that's just, it goes with the territory of following Jesus. But I want to uh, bring this down to a close by asking who has been persecuted. Jesus said there that they have persecuted the prophets who were before you. They persecuted the prophets who were before you. And that takes me over to uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32 to 39. Let me read those verses to you. And and I want you to listen to what it says. It says uh, in verse 32, What more shall I say? This is the great faith chapter. For time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David, Samuel, and the prophets, who by faith conquered kingdoms, performed acts of righteousness, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. Quenched the power of fire. How about the three children who were thrown into the fiery furnace? Three young men. Escaped the edge of the sword from weakness, were made strong, uh, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead uh, by resurrection, and others were tortured, not accepting their release so that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others experienced mockings and scourgings, yea, also chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. Wow. They were tempted. They were put to death with the sword. They were, went about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, men of whom the world was not worthy, wandering in deserts and mountains and caves and holes in the ground. And all these, having gained approval through their faith, did not receive what was promised because God had provided something better for us so that apart from us they would not be made perfect. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? There were the prophets who went before uh, us way back in the Old Testament, and, and you just heard the description of what many of them went through. They were persecuted, and yet they didn't relent. They didn't give in. And could I just say that there are many, many, many saints since Jesus ascended back to heaven, since he left this earth, Many saints have suffered all kinds of persecution uh, at every level that I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, from torture and death all the way to insults and lies and everything in between. There have been many who have suffered for Christ and stood their ground. And here is what I want to summarize it with. It is because they had the right perspective. Blessed are those who are persecuted for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We are part of the greater kingdom. We see the end end of it all. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 says, Therefore we do not lose heart, for though our outer man is decaying, yet the inner man is being renewed day, day, day by day. For momentary light affliction 
That's what the Lord calls all this persecution. He says, in comparison, its momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal or temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. There's the right perspective. That's why these saints of old, and even up to this very day, those around the world that are suffering unimaginable things, that's why they can do it, because they have the right perspective. They understand that this world is not their home. They're just a passing through, as the old song used to say. They understand that that this is a temporary temporary thing. So many people put down deep roots in this world and they and they live like this this life is all there is. Well, this life is a small part of what there is. And for believers, this momentary light affliction cannot compare to the eternal weight of glory. This affliction's featherweight. This trouble, this persecution, this torture is just featherweight. But what's coming is, is, uh, is, is heavyweight. It is the heavyweight glory of heaven. And so I would encourage you today, as we wrap up this series on the Beatitudes, whatever you may go through, I want to encourage you that you will keep the right perspective and understand that this world is not all there is. There is something much better coming. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Rejoice and be glad, because something better is coming, and it is forever. Well, praise the Lord. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.